Welcome to the Clarity Podcast. I'm your host, David Prosper. And as a life coach, a certified leadership and communications trainer, one thing that keeps people back from living a more fulfilled life is the lack of clarity. I've helped thousands of people break past their perceived limitation and start living a more fulfilled and aligned life. The purpose of this podcast is to help you find more clarity so that you can create more impact. Have you ever been triggered by other people's emotions and their behaviors? Or are you currently distracting yourself from dealing with emotions that are really tough right now? In today's episode, we're going to share some ways that you can heal from your trauma and step into emotional freedom. By the end of this podcast, you're going to walk away with some techniques and ways to rewire your nervous system and understand the, that creating new neuroplasticity of healing can get you free from overcoming your trauma. And I believe trauma is something that we've all have faced in some form, shape or another, whether it was direct or indirect forms of trauma, whether it was direct abuse or neglect emotionally. And the word trauma is essentially an emotional response to a terrible event or like an accident, rape, heartbreak, neglect, abuse, abandonment, or natural desire. And what happens when we don't deal with our trauma, it just becomes this thing that has happened in the past, now happening in the present, and it will eventually happen in the future as far as our emotional responses. So how to actually heal from our trauma? Before we get into the how part, I want to talk about how the body actually keeps the score. There's a book called the body keeps a score. And it talks about how when we experience trauma in our lives, this unplanned life event, and we get this negative emotional response to it, our body actually harbors that emotional response. So it re- it creates this neuroplasticity, it creates our nervous system, and now we're just operating from the body. For example, if someone was, was traumatized as a kid because they were scared all the time, somebody would jump out. Now, when they go in regular settings, whether somebody's actively jumping out of them, if somebody makes a sudden movement, what happens? Their body just naturally responds to it. They're not thinking anymore. They're just in autopilot because the nervous system and the body has just become wired to that trauma. So when we don't heal from our trauma, our body actually keeps that emotional, physical response. And now what happens is each new relationship that we're getting into we're still bringing our trauma versus healing from it. And traumas, it's complex. I'm gonna be honest, it's complex. It's not as simple as learning how to play football. It's not as simple, it's complex. And there's so many layers, but when we are active in the process, what happens is we can, we can know, we can dig in those layers and then we can essentially not let the emotional response control our lives. and how to actually detox. So when our body is keeping in all of these emotions, like detoxing is by far the best thing that we can do. So how we can actually release the trauma from our body. Here's some simple ways. This is not a, this ain't voodoo. This is not a one size fit all, but it does help. It's tools and strategies that you can start implementing. And if you're already doing it, kudos, good job, keep going. Number one, how you can detox emotionally is guided meditation on releasing. Oftentimes we're harboring, we're keeping all these negative energies, whether it's bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment, disappointment, discouragement, all those things. 
doing guided meditation on releasing. And then number two, how we can emotionally detox so that our body no longer keeps the trauma in our body is journaling those emotions and those experiencing and then lighting that paper on fire, then taking that moment to see that paper being burned and now if seeing that physical representation of a release of something being burned forever. And then last but not least, to emotionally detox our bodies so that we're not harboring that trauma is daily acknowledgement of the emotions that you're feeling and then releasing it. So for example, one of the emotions I struggle with is anger. Right? Anger is a form of loss or something was taken from me. And for me, when anger comes back, like I see anger for what it is. And anger reminds me that I lost something or something was taken away from me or someone disappointed me. And I recognize anger. I say, I see you anger. And I know what your intent, your intention is for me to recognize that I lost. And then I read, I start thinking, okay, what, what have I gained? And then now anger no longer has control. So it's not front facing. I'm thinking about the gain versus the loss. So every emotion that comes your way. So if it's sadness, what is sadness trying to tell you? Sadness is trying to tell you we want to feel connected. Okay, who can I connect with right now? All right, discouragement wants to tell you that you need some form of motivation or inspiration. What can inspire me right now? So we acknowledge the emotion when it comes and then we ask what the emotion is trying to teach us in that moment. And then we do the opposite. So if anger is there, anger tells me I lost something. I say I honor anger and I say, okay, what is anger trying to teach me? Anger's trying to teach me to what have I gained? And I focus, what have I gained on? And now that emotion is no longer controlling me. I'm seeing it and I'm moving it versus it. I see it's me and then now it controls me. So that's how we can emotionally detox from trauma. And number two, like how to heal from our trauma is breaking that habitual response to the trauma, right? So some things that we can do on the journey of healing and healing is not this end destination like i have arrived i am healed and there's nothing else for me to do besides be perfect nah that's not what i'm saying healing is cyclical like it goes in and out it's ebbs and flows but it's the journey of it is it controlling you or are you controlling it so healing is always flowing and we're in and out of healing but there's a difference between your trauma controlling you and you controlling your trauma so for example as a TEDx coach, when I coach TEDx speakers, right, when they're speaking of a very sad time in their lives and they're crying about it, like literally crying, that trauma is still in control because when they think about that specific thing in their lives and they start to cry, now again, that body responds to what happens. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying their body is just responding to that trauma. Now, someone who's further along in the healing journey of healing their trauma, when they're sharing that story, they can be emotional without losing control and just erupting in tears and snot and all that stuff. They don't lose control. They feel the emotion because it's still real, but the emotion is not controlling them. They're actually controlling their emotion by guiding it through the story and how they share the story and how they see the story. So they have the ability to reframe, like we talked about earlier of seeing, okay, What's the opposite? How can I reframe it? So in order to break habitual responses of trauma, that is something that we can do. Another thing is pursue therapy, right? There's talk therapy, 
there's play therapy, and one of my favorites is yoga therapy. I used to do talk therapy for about like a year, and it was good, it was effective, it got me to open up a lot. But yoga therapy really changed the game where like I would talk about what's going on in the pain and we would do different stretches and it would actually help my body release all of that trauma that I have built up. And then reflect on those experiences. This is the hardest thing. I'm telling you, like it is, I was talking to someone today and I was just like, you seem like all together. I was like, I've been working on myself for years for freaking years and I'm still working on myself. So it is uncomfortable, it is lonely, it is gonna be moments of tears. Like dealing with your trauma is going to be painful. Like I am not gonna shit you. It's going to be painful because it, it's like going back into a womb, like a physical womb and then taking that bullet out. Like there is gonna be pain, but the only way that bullet and the poison lead gets out of your body is if you physically go back in and pull it out. If you don't, what happens is it stays in your body and now the body keeps the score and you start rotting from the inside out. Now, I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want that to happen to you. So I would encourage number two of how to break your habitual responses. And then last but not least, learning her healthy habits so it's one thing to understand our body keeps a score and then breaking habitual responses then now what do we do we're a vacuum so we have to be filled up by something so we get filled up by learning healthy coping mechanisms and habits to deal with our trauma when we face our trauma so we are a creature of habits so in order for our to us for us to build healthier habits we have to change the content in which we intake so Things that makes us see life differently, intake those things that reinforce our trauma, neglect those things, all right? Intake the things that make us see life differently and then neglect the things that reinforce who we used to be. So I want you to like just marinate on that one because that was good. And what happens in the brain is called neural mirrors, mirroring. So the more we see the healthier content, like the more neural mirroring happens and then it creates this indirect neuroplasticity of a new way of thinking about things one of the questions i was asked from a neuroscientist or someone who studied it i was like okay i've seen all this violence around me growing up but i was different i stepped out and saw the world as it could be versus what it was and she was like what was you what were you doing as a child i was like well i was reading a lot and i was reading autobiography of people who've overcome different trauma and overcome just the worst of the worst people who've built things i've watched cartoons where the imagination ran wild and stuff just and what she's told me was you were mirror neuron you were neuro mirroring and you started seeing those things and being exposed to those things and what happens you started believing those things so in order to create healthier habits create intake healthy content in and neglect the content that reinforce who we used to be. And the cycle of breaking your habits, right? We all have habits and habits run our lives. It creates our personality. And here's a cycle that I just wanna share with you. It's called the cycle of freedom. So there's a life event that happens, then we create a meaning. We love judging things. So if you create a negative meaning to a life event, you're gonna have a negative response. But if you create a positive meaning, you're gonna have a positive response. So for example, 
Life event, someone walks in front of me and steps on my shoe. That's an external event. And then the meaning that I associated to it, like, man, they're rude. And now that emotional response, I feel like they're rude, I should get justice. And what happens that typically leads to an action and the action is some type of confrontation. Let's reverse that same guy steps on my shoe and I'm like, man, he probably didn't see me. That's a positive meaning that I skipped. And I address him like, hey, I just want to let you know you stepped on my shoe. And then it gives him an opportunity like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't see you. Now, what happens is that action of a positive experience versus an action of a negative experience. So if we're trying to break our patterns, when an external event happens in our lives, immediately associate a positive meaning to it. And then you're going to have a positive emotional charge to it. And then your action is going to be positive. But if you do the opposite, if an external event happened to you and you associate a negative meaning to it, what happens is you're going to get a negative emotional charge and then your action is going to be negative. And then you'll be in that cycle of self-imprisonment, but you can use that same cycle to step into freedom from your trauma. So if you do those things, I guarantee you'll start living in more freedom than you ever could imagine. So we talked about how we can overcome and heal from our trauma. And then we talked about how the body keeps the score and then we nurture these things and we have to release these things. And we talked about breaking habitual responses. And it was just like talk therapy, yoga therapy, and those different modalities and services that we can use to start processing our habits. And then we talked about learning healthier habits, right? Taking the content that gives us the perspective that we want and neglect the content that reinforce who we were. And then we talked about like the pattern, the pattern of freedom and the pattern of self-imprisonment, right? There's an external event happen. We associate a meaning. And when we associate a positive meaning, we get a positive emotional charge and has a positive emotional charge. Then we have a positive action. If we do the opposite external event happens, we associate a negative meaning. Then we have a negative emotional charge. And then after that negative emotional charge, we have a negative experience. So we talked about those three things, the body keep the score, breaking the habits of habitual responses of trauma, and then learning healthier habits to dealing and coping. Thank you so much for listening to the Clarity Podcast, a podcast helping people find more clarity to create more impact. Leave a review, share with a friend, and subscribe today. Connect with me on i. Connect with me on Instagram at I am David Prosper. Remember, with more clarity comes more impact. Be impactful, my friends.